Crush Gasm, the podcast dedicated to the highs and lows of crushes. From their first to their worst, we're going to cover them all with a cascade of characters, including our guest today, a girl who took notes all year long, me. Yep, we're rounding out the year with another look back at the people, things, and other goodies that made my heart go pitter-patter. It's the official crush list of 2023, but per usual, I'm going to be covering a handful of my 2023 crushes on this episode, and the rest will be revealed in our handy-dandy top 10 that you can find at crushgasmpodcast.com. But before I get into the goods, let's talk about this year. The world continued to be a hot mess, but let's not talk about the politics, the wars, the drama that political figures, aka men, continue to cause our world. That's because it's been done like that since the dawn of time. Men, can you get your shit together? Please and thank you. As for me, I moved from Virginia after two years and headed, well, not back home. Because in all honesty, I don't think I'll ever return to California. Spoiler alert. Yes, the warm weather is missed as well as the people, but I don't miss working 24-7 and only being able to enjoy the comfort of an apartment that costs way too much and is way too small. I also don't miss paying all that money and then stepping outside and smelling pee every few feet. Seriously, LA is more like a public restroom than a city. Anyways, we packed up the biggest u-haul that one could get and headed to columbus ohio yeah i started my first full-time job ever actually in my entire life and it's been grueling but for the most part i do enjoy working in a school setting will this continue to be my reality in 2024 right now i'm leaning towards yes could i someday be more than an aide and run a whole ass classroom by myself i honestly don't think so but if i did take that route it'd probably be third or fourth grade realm But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the things that made my official crush list of 2023. So here we go. I've jotted down my top 10. But if you go to crushgasmpodcast.com, you'll see there's a bonus this week because I also love the girl power of fandom this year. Barbie, Beyonce, and Taylor Swift moved many to not only head out to theaters and venues across the country but also to dress to impress while doing so i think after covid the pandemic and being in sweatpants for so long it just felt good for p to see people be excited to get dressed again and again you can find more about that crush at crushgasmpodcast.com so since we're talking about barbie barbie made my top 10 movies of the year but it didn't quite make the cut when it came to this list because there was just so much great cinema that i had to make room for other aspects of pop culture that i loved which includes two live events that i got to go to ironically enough the first one i went to i saw barbie earlier that day and that's garth brooks in las vegas I've written about my love for Garth Brooks at, again, shameless plug, crushgasmpodcast.com, the man oh man. This was the second time I got to see him in all his glory. The first time was back in 2016 when he did an episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live. So when he announced this Vegas residency, I knew I had to go and no expense could be spared. I cashed in a birthday and holiday gift for a really good ticket and it paired, and then I paired it with a trip home to California over the summer. The trip back home dismal, part of the reason I probably won't ever move back. But the concert, fucking fantastic. I could like touch the stage. I could see him. Oh, it was amazing. Garth Brooks is as much a storyteller and showman as he is a singer, and he fired on every cylinder that night. My favorite song had been on none of the set lists that I was checking daily, so I wasn't expecting it. But he wound up doing it in the encore as the final song of the night, and that was the cherry on top of my entire vacation out west. Plus, 
a handful of hours later, I got to get on a plane and go back to my guy, my fur baby. So yeah, one of the best 24 hours I've had in 36 years on earth. And another live event was getting to see my favorite podcast live, and that's the This Is Important podcast, which is the show the guys from the Workaholics do. That show is one of my saving graces every week. I fell into it midway during the pandemic, and it's allowed me to fall in love with those guys all over again, but the real them this time, and not just their characters, whom I also love. Plus, the show was in Columbus, and it gave us the chance to come here and look for a place that same weekend. Did I plan it that way? Yes, indeedy. It was so much fun, and getting to do that showed us why we were moving to the right place, aka somewhere where things actually happen, which... Ironically enough, the Jonas Brothers then visited the place in Virginia we lived like two weeks after we moved. Was I pissed? Yes, I was. But sticking with like a boy band type thing for a second, another thing that warmed my heart this year wasn't so much in sync reuniting for a song on the Troll soundtrack, nor was it their appearance at the MTV Awards where they presented Taylor Swift with like best concert ever i don't know what she went for i don't know what mtv gives awards for best tiktok video but anyway instead it was when they stopped by hot ones uh one of my favorite things on youtube i love sean evans i love the way he interviews people and nsync was hilarious and made me mentally go back to 1999 like i was watching a way more in-depth and well-constructed trl interview so TRL was one of my favorite shows back in the day, but this year, my favorite had to be The Bear. As someone who daydreams about working with food, it's a show that's close to my heart, but also very entertaining, and the second season did not disappoint. But I do have to highlight one episode in particular, and that's the Christmas one. It seems every season so far, well, two, will have at least one episode that causes audiences to have a panic attack, and this Christmas one... It was it for second season. Also, kudos to Jamie Lee Curtis for her guest appearance as the Hot Mess Express matriarch of the family. I'm sure she'll win an Emmy uh, because it was, well, chef's kiss. And from the small screen to the big screen, many would have expected Barbie to be my favorite movie of the year, the way I went on and on and on about it. But when I left the theater, it felt like Ken's movie. And while every aspect in terms of the technical wonders were impressive, the story all around was just okay for me it's still in my top 10 but nowhere near the top of my list nor is it my number one because my number one is teenage mutant ninja turtles mutant mayhem growing up uh with a brother who adored and still very much loves tmnt i know the franchise very well i'm also with a man who loves those mutant turtles so yeah i was ready to see this movie but i didn't expect to love it as much as i did but it got me within the first few minutes because this felt to me like the first time we were seeing the turtles as legit teenagers uh who were yearning for what all teens want and that's like acceptance that's to just have a normal life they wanted to go to school have regular hobbies date and we got that from the first few moments of this film so mutant mayhem took my love of animation and coming of age films and sewed it into one glorious piece of work that was masterfully voice acted as well having people who are actually youths voice the turtles was a smart choice and they pulled it up very well but i have to talk about paul rudd and jackie chan who are the all-stars of the voice cast if it's possible to win an oscar for voice acting please give it to jackie chan he uh, was masterfully hilarious as the worrisome father splinter so a couple of live shows an interview on an interview show a christmas from hell that was anxiety inducing and a movie about a franchise that won't quit but doesn't need to 
because it's still really good. Those are just half of my crushes from this year. But who else made the list? Keep your eyes open and on crushgasmpodcast.com. And thank you for listening. And as always, always keep crushing it. Crushgasm is part of the I Did Not Make These Rankings podcast network, alongside some other pretty cool shows, including An Evening at the Movies, Crime, Rewind, Literature Reapers, Love is Black, Masturbators, Men are the Prize, and The Sipless. You can find all of us and more over at IDNMTRpodcastnetwork.com.